Flop Respect the podcast. podcast. Episode number 64. Friday, March 13th. Oh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> A lot going on in the world right now. Coronavirus going crazy. But man, stay prayed up. Wash your hands. And most importantly, wash your ass. But we gonna groove in like this today. Something real groovy. Something to kinda put your mind at ease. Get your body rocking. Something from 1980. Stevie Wonder, Master Blaster. Flop Respect Podcast. Everyone's feeling pretty. Podcast. It's another one. Episode number 64. Boy, you better hide your kids, hide your wife, because coronavirus is taking over every damn thing. Um, man, okay. <laughs> A lot has changed since the last episode, and I think I released that like, what, two weeks ago. And I remember on that episode, not that I was making light of it, because, you know, I didn't make light of the virus at all, but it's just like, now, a lot of the stuff with the virus is starting to unfold and i believe honestly bro like the government and stuff they really don't know what's up like they really don't know how to contain this thing they really don't know what they're doing because it's too many holes in the story man at the beginning it was um it's in china blah 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 it's over there because the health conditions over there this this and that people living in poor towns or you know no health care their immune system blah 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 that's why they got it over there but then it start traveling around the world g it's over here in the U.S. now. It's going crazy in Italy right now, which I heard they already on a um, like a, a state of lockdown or something like that over there. You know what I mean? I want to say I heard about 400 deaths or something like that. Hey, don't quote me because I don't do too much fact-checking because I can't remember all that stuff. <laughs> but you can Google it. But it's just, <clears throat> you know, so yeah, let, well, like I was saying, at the beginning, they were saying, okay, it's over there, blah, blah. Then they were saying about protecting yourself, you know, wearing the mask. Blah, 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 uh, wipe your surfaces, this and that. Then it went from that to, oh, well, the, those masks that everybody are wearing, those things don't work. They don't even combat the, the virus because it's so small it can get through whatever. Then they went from that to it wasn't on surfaces, it's airborne. So you can breathe it in, hence people getting it on planes due to the fact that, you know, you're on a plane, that air that's in there is keep resur- you know, resurfacing uh, through there, recycling through there. Maybe it's go through a little filter, but, I mean, hey, if you if you in there and you sanitized and you on a plane and somebody else got that corona, you can breathe it in. You know? And then it's a 14-day a incubation period before you even know if you got it. You know? Uh, cruise ships the same way. That's how a lot of people get in from cruise ships. You know, all this stuff is cycling through the ship. 
So I don't know. It's crazy. Here in St. Louis, we had a situation where somebody ended up testing positive for it. Um, but uh, before they tested positive, uh, they came in from somewhere. I forget. And they were told they had to be on a 14 day quarantine at their house. And they told officials, OK, cool. But in the midst of that 14 days, they went to like a school play or something dealing with a school. And um, then they found out they had the coronavirus. So you were in there, and mind you, when it's in the incubation process, they say you can still breathe it off and give it to people. You know what I'm saying? Without you feeling any symptoms. So then they tested positive, but this person was in a like a room full of I don't know how many people. You know, maybe maybe hundreds of people. So there you have it with that. And then the other day, uh, somebody in Springfield, Missouri, which is uh, I think like three hours away from me, they end up testing positive so one case here one case there uh no it's a case in illinois somewhere you know that's close they got uh a numerous cases out in seattle i've heard um yeah just it's kind of spreading all around man and not even to think about the other places in the world i heard thailand just had their first death uh do- dealing with it um so i don't know man i think it's one of the things like the like i say the government they really don't know and i know trump had cut some funding for like healthcare and uh, the CDC and things of that uh, nature. So I, I don't know, man. I think I don't think people really understand. You know, I know I did say on the last episode of the podcast, I do believe it was uh, some form of a way for population control. And I said maybe one spectrum was the fact that it was put over there in China due to the fact they have a huge population problem. Being the fact that they didn't think that it was going to travel around the world and kill as many people as it did, or maybe they did. You know, there's been reports, like I say, they showing the lab that it was created in, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And most importantly, the virus is a, it's always been around since like the 1960s, but it was a virus that was uh, animal to animal. Like animals got the coronavirus, you know, and that's, it went from being an animal to animal virus to an animal to human virus. You know, and that's, you know, what, over 30 years later? Is my math correct? 30 years? Some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I, I don't know, bro. Like, it's like, it's crazy, you know? And it's like these viruses and stuff like that, if you research those, they can mutate. They can do this. They can do that. So it's like, yo, what if it's another form that come out, you know? It's just all these different factors, bro. Then a lot of people are being told to work from home. I know I got a couple of friends that hit me up yesterday. Uh, hey, I'm working from home until the end of the month and blah, blah, blah. I just heard a few schools. Like my cousin works for a school. She's she's off work until the, uh, supposedly the end of the month. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's one of those situations where you got to think about, okay, they starting to lock stuff down. They, they canceled a lot of like big events like Coachella, South by Southwest, other big concerts. Certain concerts here in my city have been canceled. And most importantly, uh, the uh, the sports so you got uh, basketball, it canceled this season, you know, until further notice. Uh, they got two players in the um, the NBA that got it. And one guy, um, this guy went and touched every microphone. <laughs> Let me find him, man. What was this cat's name? I think he played for the Jazz. This cat went and um, he, like, I, I guess they ja- like was joking with him. Um, hold on, Jazz player, coronavirus. Uh, microphone video okay yeah i guess he i guess they um what is it uh i guess he went somewhere all right and <laughs> i guess they must have asked him about the coronavirus before he was donate you know not donate diagnosed with it and he jokingly uh 
put his hands on every audio mic in the NBA room. And it's like, okay, all the mics, they going home with somebody. They going to a studio. You know what I'm saying? And, like, we don't really actually know how this thing is uh, traveling. Uh, yeah, the guy's name was Rudy Gobert. So if you haven't seen that video, go check it out. But, uh, you know, he touched all the mics. And then he ended up getting diagnosed. And there's another player, too. Also, you got who Tom Hanks and his wife just tested positive. They out there in Australia balling. End up getting the, um, you know, coronavirus. Um yeah, so it's it's I don't know, bro. I don't think we, we they really understand. I think they kind of the government gives us like little bits and pieces to kind of keep us at ease. But most importantly, they don't know, like because they're telling you, oh, just wash your hands. But it's like, man, I don't really. How is that the only way to, you know, combat it? If it's airborne, if I can breathe it in, you know. Another thing too, keep your immune system together. I did um, myself. I picked up some stronger vitamins. Uh, with that have a um, you know some immune system boost in there, uh, also some vitamin C and you want some zinc. Uh, also, vitamin D is good for your um, immune system. So I would definitely say at this time, man, y'all definitely need to make sure that y'all doing whatever you can to boost your immune system and and you know all that. You know what I'm saying? Vitamins, lots of water. Um, you know what I'm saying? You might, if you, if you're a heavy drinker, you might want to cut down on the drinking just, and just start, you know, making sure you got the water in your system. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I went to the store yesterday because, you know, with the whole situation, I heard everybody was buying up everything and I'm seeing pictures online and videos online where the, the whole shelves of like toilet paper and, um, paper towels just gone. Like they just went through there and racked up. I seen one picture, man, hella funny. This guy had a cart full of ramen noodles, like those 12-packs ramen noodles. Like, picture a grocery cart with just filled up with ramen noodles, bro. And he had a little hazmat uh, mask on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, and speaking of the masks, too, not to jump back and forth, but they saying, like, the only masks that'll work with it, you know, with you inhaling it are the industrial masks, you know, with, like, those... Uh, it's a mask, but it's, I think it's like more so like a plastic covering or whatever, and it got like these two little holes at the bottom, or these two little nodules on the left and the right. I don't know what that is, but yeah, they send them the only mask that'll work. So people walk around with these little regular hospital masks. They said that ain't doing nothing for you. Um, yeah, so yeah, back to that. I went to the grocery store yesterday. Uh, got some things. I also went to Family Dollar because I didn't have anything at my house really already as far as it was already time for me to go and get you know like toilet paper and paper towels and other little cleaning supplies so i went and uh luckily i was able to get my normal amount of stuff that i get and um yeah but the only thing that was gone was like lysol hand sanitizer was gone lysol wipes so yeah people have been going through stuff man like uh all your big stores walmart sam's costco heard they had to put like a limit on things and people could only get two of this two of that i seen like i said i seen lines um it's just crazy but i mean if you are going to stock up which i would be safe than sorry like i had this conversation with somebody yesterday i'm like man i mean i'm gonna do what i gotta do just in case because we ain't never seen nothing like this no epidemic pandemic we never seen nothing like this in this day and age so it's like i'm just looking at the 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 the, the what is it the what's going on now and i'm looking at ahead if that was anything and i know i told y'all before i overthink stuff so i always be thinking like two three steps ahead in like any situation so if i'm seeing that certain workers are being put off you know 
work from home, you know, or, or hey, we canceling this, we canceling seasons, you know, the basketball, NBA, they're they're protecting their investments, which are the players that they make millions of dollars off of. They they protecting them. So when they shut down, and you know how much NBA tickets cost, and you know how those games go, you got to kind of look ahead, like okay, maybe this thing is more serious than we think. You know what I'm saying? They're canceling all these concerts. All, all. Um, I know, what is it, events that I think it's supposed to be, if it's more than 300 people or something, are, are to be canceled, you know, in certain states and stuff. Um, so I'm just looking ahead. So, I, like I said, I'd already be safe and sorry. So I would say, man, get to the store. Get whatever you need to get. Get, get you some meat. Get your meat order together, you know, before your freezer be stocked up. Uh, get you a big bag of rice. You could always eat some rice. You know what I'm saying? Get you some of those uh, potatoes. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that you, if you in the house, that you don't mind cooking and you going to be in there, you good for a second. Because that would probably be the worst thing ever. If everything gets shut down, you know, worst case scenario, we do get put on a curfew or, you know, nobody can come out their house for 14 days and they got, like, the, the military involved and, you know, making sure things. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how hard this thing is would hit. You know what I'm saying? And we don't know how severe it is. And I'm definitely not a person that thinks the worst of every situation, but... We've seen this thing play out in movies plenty of times. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Like, this whole scenario sounds like a movie, in my opinion. And at this point, I'd just rather be safe than sorry. So, I'm definitely one of them people that want to, like, make sure I'm straight in case something happened. You know, don't let the internet persuade y'all. Like, ah, oh, it ain't gonna nothing happen, isn't it? Man, hey, y'all don't know what the hell going on. That's all I'm saying. Look at the bigger picture. If it's popping up everywhere, <laughs> it's popping up everywhere, bro. I would say better be safe than sorry. I was seeing a thing the other day online because the internet does the most. Said black people couldn't get the coronavirus. Okay. You go and keep on believing stuff like that if you want to. Keep on believing you walk around and black people can get the coronavirus. Uh, what? Because, oh boy, they just got it from the uh, the jazz. He was black. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, I seen a post as far as somebody to say something like, uh, uh, hey, you remember when all those uh, girls and stuff were getting kidnapped with the white vans and all this. Uh, they weren't used for human sex trafficking. They was used to as test subject for this coronavirus so it can penetrate black people. Like, what? Talking about stay woke and stay... I'm like, man, y'all make the craziest conspiracy theories. And we ain't even seen the worst of them yet. I'm sure y'all probably got some that are way worse than that. I will say in light of all this, I have seen a lot more uh, men washing their hands in the bathroom. Usually that ratio is pretty slim. You'll see somebody go in the men's bathroom. You you see them coming out from taking a duty and they'll walk out and not wash their hands. Definitely if they're, you know, draining the main vein over there in the urinals, uh, standing next to Charles. They don't wash their hands. It's like, nah, bruh. But I will say, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot more men. That ratio has been bigger. A lot more men washing their hands in the in the bathroom. You know, my grandmother, man, she lived by herself. And she ain't been out the house. And she called me one day and she was like, yeah, I'm down here walking around with my gloves on because of the virus. And I'm just like, <laughs> I kind of chuckled in my hand. But I'm like, bro, like, granny, you the only person in the house. Ain't nobody been in or out your house. <laughs> but hey, I let Granny Thug in peace, man. You know, just walk around with her gloves on. You know what I'm saying? But on a serious tip, I thought about too with like jobs being um, put on hold for a while and this and that. Like, yeah, you got some jobs where people work for companies that can afford to pay them. You know, in the, in the lieu of their absence. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was it was really dope to see. Um, it was an NBA team uh, owner. Uh, you know, uh, and even though they had to like cancel all the games, he was still gonna pay the workers that worked for the stadium. You know, which is pretty dope. But you think about somebody else that said like a um, you know, a little mom and pop uh, store, or mom and pop restaurant. That's a small business that the owners might not have the money to pay that person while they you know not at work. And of course, the bills are gonna come. You know, they're not going to cut off the bills because of the coronavirus, you know, and that's the type of stuff that would really affect, you know, the poor and disenfranchised or the people that live paycheck to paycheck. It's going to affect them the most because you got to think a lot of people don't have extra money to be like, well, let me go buy extra $50 worth of food, you know, just in case I got to be in the house or blah, blah, blah. A lot of people paycheck to paycheck, man. And if you in the house stuck and you just paycheck to paycheck, and you don't have no money in the middle of, you know, you being sitting at home, you know, due to this virus, that's who's going to affect the most, man. And I just been thinking about those people. You know what I'm saying? Um, for instance, too, like schools closing. So that means it normally if a parent was going to be able to go to work in the, you know, in the midst of this virus stuff, if they could, they can't now or they got to pay money to have somebody watch them if they ain't got nobody to watch them. So that affects a lot of people, too especially like nurses and stuff. You know, I wonder about that. Like if yo if you can't send your kid to school, you ain't got nowhere to send them and you got nurses and doctors that got kids, you know what I mean? Like and them the people that need to be, you know, in the hospital, you know what I'm saying? Taking care of people, making sure things are cool. But you know, most definitely we'll see how all this plays out and uh definitely stay prayed up. I'm definitely staying prayed up and thinking uh the most optimistic I can of the situation. Uh, definitely don't want to think too deep into it. You know what I'm saying? I did make a joke on the podcast the last time about, you know, it turned into a purge situation. If, you know, we went on a lockdown or this thing started to get just out of, out of hand, you know what I mean? It's like, of course we would hate for that to happen, but you know, you just never know, man. Make sure you safe, make sure your people safe, do what you got to do to stay ahead of it and stay out the way, you know, make sure you look out for the elderly people in your family, or if you got elderly friends, or or your friends got elderly people, man, make sure y'all just looking out for them, too, because I know it, it, it really affects older people, as we've seen in studies. I haven't seen that um, it, any kids got coronavirus. I haven't seen any reports about that. Uh, and I wonder if that's just a old thing of just like, you know, our kids just be their immune system is just beat up from being at school and just, you know, doing all kind of stuff, touching stuff and putting their hands in their mouth, you know, stuff like that. So I wonder if that has to do anything with it. Also, they shut Disneyland and Disney World down. You know, like, for a time being a neighbor resort. So it's kind of like, you know, all this stuff, man. <laughs> all this stuff. You know, I had a co-worker supposed to take their kids there this weekend. And she was mad yesterday at work because, you know, they had to cancel everything because it's all bad, you know. But, uh, yeah, just make sure y'all doing what y'all can do to any preventative measures that you can, man. Just do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? It'd be all good in the end. And just stay prayed up. In other news, um... Internet was bubbling with Megan Thee Stallion with her contract situation. And um, I'm going to just say it's unfortunate, uh, you know, but at the same time, you know, you got people in the industry that, you know, got that contract situation on lock and they know how to get over on people. You know, if you're getting getting got over on, of course, we've seen plenty of situations that were horrible contracts for people, you know, TLC, New Edition, just to name two. If you don't know about those, you can look it up, man. They sold millions of records, and they didn't get a dime for real, bro. Like, New Edition, as kids, they sold millions of records. And then um, they got dropped off back at the projects where they lived at, bro, with, like, some bikes or some shit like that. 
after making all that money. You know, like, so it's it, the, the music business has been a ruthless game, but it's just crazy for because we live in an area where the internet now, man, artists can go to the, the internet and just blast their label. Like, I seen Juicy J just do that the other day. He even blasted Columbia Records so bad, he made a diss song about him. And then when he put the song out, he deleted it like the next day and, was, and made a tweet that was like, all right, yeah, we all good. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Juicy J. But people always talking about situations with their label. Like, Lil Uzi Vert at one point, he was talking about that. And he signed a Rock Nation. And um, I wonder if it was the same scenario as Megan Thee Stallion. Because Megan Thee Stallion is signed with 51, oh, oh no, 5001 Entertainment. Uh, I want to say the dude who owns it was a, a famous um, baseball player. So he, you know, been balling. And uh, she signed to him. And then she signs to Rock Nation. And then when she signs to Rock Nation, I guess she had more resources. And uh, somebody looked over her contracts. And they were letting her know, like, yo, do you know that they get this, this, and this? I seen something about the breakdown was like they took 60% of all her earnings. Uh, this is the 1501 Entertainment, not Rock Nation. But they took 15% of her earnings. With the other 40% that she got off of her earnings, she had to pay her engineers for her studio sessions, studio sessions, uh, uh, the like the fee for featured artists, and promotion. The Also, the label took like another 35% of her touring. You know? Um, and then they owned, I want to say... A, a nice chunk of her publishing and like i talk about on the podcast and the other time I talk about music your publishing is what you get paid off of publishing and royalties you know what i'm saying and a lot of artists will sign they publishing over for a fat check and not know the details on it hence you know on the episode when i was talking about mason pub daddy so i don't know you know it's it's it's, it's crazy to see it but i mean she shouldn't have been surprised and I'm sure, um, like, she, she made a, a comment that basically said she signed when she was young and um, she didn't have an attorney. And it's like, how many times over and over again do artists have to hear about making sure you got an attorney, making sure you understand what's in your paperwork, and making sure your paperwork is right? Because they will get you. They will definitely get you. You'll be on, like, it, it's people that be thinking, like, stuff like, all oh, the labels paying for all this and all that and don't know that they actually paying for that out of their budget because they don't even know their books, you know? So um, it's cool that she understands now. She's still young in the game. She's still got time. And it's good that she caught on to it early that she was getting got financially by the label. And she was saying all she wanted to do was renegotiate. And then, like, you know, the label went kind of crazy on her and this and that. But hopefully get all, you know, get get uh, get it together. I know Lil Z Bird, his situation uh, got better and he figured it out he was able to release some music because the same thing happened to him he wasn't able to release no music the contract was wrong da, da, da. but this was at a whole different label uh, but shout out Uzi Vert his album just came out also shout out Mega Stallion's album came out I didn't get to check Mega Stallion's album out well it's an EP she said it's not an album I guess it's just something to hold the fans over but it, um, I know the Uzi Vert was cool um, let's see let me go what else I'm listening to Currency and Fendi P shout out to my boy Fendi P uh, and Currency they dropped uh, Smoking Partners. That's on all streaming uh, platforms. Uh, Don Tolliver, Heaven to Hell, dope project. Jada Kiss has a new project. Uh, what else I got on here, man? Uh, shout out to Pierre Bourne and Jelly. They dropped a project that was pretty hard. Uh, shout out to my boy Dave Carter as well, man. Words can explain. An R&B artist here from St. Louis. Uh, you know, very talented guy. So you can look that up. Check him out. The internet also been bugging about... Um, Jay Electronica, which is an artist that's been signed to Jay-Z for a while here, and um, they've been talking about his album dropping. And it's like an eight 
song joint, but in like every song got like Jay Z on it or something like that. I just know for the past like couple years, people have been talking about Jay Electronica coming out with an album and it like never dropped. So I did check it out while I was at the gym. It sounded okay. It's one of them joints like I wasn't in the mood for it at the moment. I heard some pretty cool stuff. I pre- heard some pretty cool verses from Jay Z, um, which he's rapping like he's on the uh, Reasonable Doubt album from you know way back in the '90s. Very dope classic album. If you haven't checked that out, check it out. But I just love a new music drop. It's like pretty dope because it's like I don't know. You know, we live in that microwave area where we want everything fast and like. We don't realize like how fast music drops. Like you can drop some today, and it's old in like three weeks, unless it's that monumental of a project where people just want to just keep listening to it. And it's infectious and it's on the Billboard and this and that, you know. And it's so much music that'll drop, you forget about stuff. Like I'll be scrolling through my title playlist of albums that I saved, the songs I saved, and I'm like, dang, I forgot this drop, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I was listening to, I went down a uh, like a rabbit hole from like the internet. The group the internet and uh sid which is from the group the internet and she started doing our solo stuff and i was just bumping some sid like man like crazy the other day matter of fact i'm gonna play something at the end bro like sid is so groovy if y'all don't know about her man check her out sid syd i would love to produce a song for her but i just went down a long rabbit hole and it's like we forget about music you know what i'm saying and it's like so much stuff so much music drops that you know, it's hard to stay up, but I just love when new music drops. When I get on my title and I look for albums, look for songs, and I see a bunch of stuff that drop, and that's too like, I wonder how do they calculate that type of stuff, like artists, because it seemed like all of them drop on like one day, you know what I mean? Or, or it'd be like three drop this day, and then two days later, like five or six artists drop something. I wonder what the science behind that is, because I just figure you can drop when you drop, but it was like that too, like back in the day too. I thought about the other day, um, what people don't, uh, well, I guess the generations won't know about is what I went through with music when I was younger, and there were release dates for music. So people would like literally be lined outside the store, like how people be lined outside the store to buy Jordans or something. Like you'd be people be lined outside of like Streetside Records or Sam Goody or whatever, whoever sold CDs, and be waiting outside until they open the, the door to get stuff. I remember me and my brother, Tupac album came out. Now uh, I don't know if I told y'all before, but Tupac used to freak me out. Because he was dead, but he was always dropping music. And I didn't understand how a, a dead man... And I was in, like, the fourth grade or fifth grade. Well, when I, I forget what grade I was in when fucking Tupac died. But anyway, um, yeah, it was like... I didn't understand how he was dropping music. And his music would be so dark and kind of, like, lyrics about death and this and that. And I'm like, but he's supposed to be dead. You know what I mean? So he used to freak me out. But anyway, we went to uh, get his album at midnight. And then when Biggie died, his album dropped. And we went to go get that at midnight. And it freaked me out because... The cover of the Biggie Life at the Death album, it was like him in front of a hearse. And then he died, like before the album even dropped. You know what I'm saying? It was like some crazy stuff, bro. But yeah, we used to line up outside the store to get it, man. And um, people never witnessed that anticipation no more about music. It's at the point now, you don't even get a release date half the time. Or if you do, you don't remember or you don't hear about it, you'll just see it online. Like, to the point there is no release dates. Like, you just drop an album, you'll be fine. Like, I don't think... Hey, I don't even think there's a reason to <laughs> um, uh, put a release date on it. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of music, man, shout out to Soldier Boy, Big Soldier. He uh, he had a um, a company that he shouted out on The Breakfast Club before, like, this coronavirus stuff started going crazy. He got, like, a soap business where he got, like, all everything soap. So hand soap, detergent, body soap, I guess, you know, stuff like that. And next thing you know, this crazy pandemic started to happen of and everybody buying up all these supplies and his 
stock that went up this much and he's made this much off investments and all that and like you know because everybody buying it so hey that's dope shout out to big soldier man one of the cats i will say that funny dude bro funny dude but people don't give him the credit he deserves like he's much smarter than i think you know people give him credit for but shout out to soldier boy also, man, one of the dumbest things I think I've seen, of, of course, there's a lot of stuff on the internet that's dumb, bro. It's dumb and funny at the same time. Like, man, if y'all can go on the internet and look up the the grip challenge, the grip challenge, G-R-I-P challenge, where these fools are literally walking up to random people in stores or wherever the hell they at, and they grabbing the back of their shirt and just pulling it down and, like, pulling somebody to the ground or ripping their shirt completely off and then running off. Like, somebody gonna get shot doing some stuff like that, bro. Like, it's a dude of a video. It's a video of a dude. He, uh, did I say a dude of a video? I don't know. <laughs> it's a video of a dude uh, going through Walmart, man. And he, like, the dude is at the self-checkout and he does it, like, in the middle of, in front of everybody and then runs out the store. Like, I don't know, bro. Somebody gonna get shot doing that stuff. I remember... That's just like that put them in a coffin where people was going up to random cars and saying put them in the coffin and jumping up in the air backwards onto the hood of somebody's car and putting a dent in the hood. Look up that one too. And shout out to Vine. Let me see. That dude, I'm still following him on, uh, on um, let's see, on Snapchat. He's the guy who did it. He's the guy who started to put him in a coffin. Yeah, his snap is his snap is put him in a coffin still. Yeah, Von Mar. Yeah, shout out to him, bro. What is he doing now? Yeah, he's still online selling iPhones. Now the other day, uh, somebody did ask me about affirmations because I mentioned affirmations in one of the other podcasts, and they asked me what what good one was, and I told them this one. I always repeat this one. Uh, I've been doing it for a while now. Um, I was watching a, a church uh, on YouTube that I frequently watch named New Birth. And um, put set forth this affirmation uh, for the next seven days, but I just I stuck with it because I really do feel like it is a great affirmation. But it's I am a blessing. I expect blessings. I witness blessings. I express blessings. I manifest blessings, and I experience blessings. You know, uh, very dope in my opinion. Uh, like I said before, affirmation can just be a good day to start your day off with, man. Your affirmation can be anything that you want to speak to that's in your life. So until next time, make sure y'all staying safe out there, uh, being precautious during this uh, coronavirus situation we got going on. And we're going to rock out like this, man. Like I said, we're going to do some Sid. Shout out to my girl Sid. And this joint is called Bad Dream, No Looking Back. All right? Flop Perspective Podcast. Deeper than still waters. Exploring your peaks and your hills. You'll be feigning the thrills cause you're a freak on the love. And I'll go as deep as can go. As deep as can go. You let me know that it's real. And you get mad on the phone. I be hating the tone. There's just a lot going on. I think you know I'm and you still, but maybe you don't, don't let me get you alone I can break it off and hold it down Give you all the things your body's asking for You can get me off, you put it down You ain't gotta lie, I know you're nasty, yeah, yeah 
Looking back, not 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 looking back,